Welcome to Modern Art of All, a Christian podcast and community. Today I have a returning speaker with me where we'll look at recognizing temptation. I hope you feel encouraged while listening to strengthen or form a relationship with the Most High. Let's get to the episode. Kev, I got a returning speaker with me. Hey, what's How's up, everybody? It's Savon. Today, we're going to be talking on uh, recognizing temptation. Mm. Uh, I don't know. This was kind of a tough one for me to, like, think of stuff for, right? Because, like, there's a lot on fighting it, but, like, the, the recognition of it is a little different, kind of. Um, okay. Took me for a spin. Oh, by the way, guys, if I sound a little weird today. I'm a little clogged up. My throat's scratchy, so that, that's probably why. Oh. Um, but yeah, man, let's hop right into it. Okay. So, how how do you recognize temptation? How do I recognize it? Um, it just depends on. I don't know. It's it's such a broad way to answer that question. You know. It's, but I mean, it just depends on exactly what temptation I may be dealing with in that moment, you know. Um, I don't know. Let's just say fasting, for instance. How do I recognize temptation? You, you kind of almost got to brace yourself for it because temptation is one of those things. It's, it it creep up on you, you know. So if you're tempted with something, it's not really like you, you really don't have time to think or react. In that sense, Mm. you just got to move by the spirit. And that's what I mean by bracing myself, like automatically expect temptation and think about it, you know, from a proactive perspective. What would I do in in that moment? How how am I going to deal with it? So if I'm if I'm fasting, I'm bracing myself with scripture or I'm going to load myself up with some, you know, a a week in advance or a couple of days, maybe not a week, but a couple of days in advance to um, prepare Mm. for the temptation. But. That's that's t- pretty much how I'm gonna deal with any temptation. Um, really, now that I think about it, so load up with scripture and just stay prayed up. And then when it comes, you know, either evacuate the situation or or hit it with the scripture. You feel me? Um, and until Satan to get behind me because of what the words say. So that's how I deal with it. That's kind of interesting because. Um... I noticed you said that it hits you like fast and uninspected. So I'd like to maybe hear some more examples on that. Cause I actually take the, the opposite view of that. Like, I think we know exactly, I think it does sometimes. Right. But I think like 98% of the time we know exactly what our temptation is and it might come on fast, but we either put ourselves in the situations to be tempted or when we're in the situation, we are, we're not like we, like you were saying. We're not proactive to do anything to stop it, right? Right, and that's why I said it was. It depends on exactly what you're talking about. You would have to get more specific. You know what I mean? So, um, but, mm. but yeah, in general, that that's what that and that's what I meant too by bracing yourself. 
Because if you know your temptations, you can brace for them. You can you can kind of protect yourself against it. See what God said about it. You know, kind of um, mm-hmm. just just guard your heart and and um, just get prepared for it. So yeah, yeah. I, I guess um, when I was, I'm thinking about fasting in particular because being tempted with food sometimes that might come out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? It's it like for instance, it's always somebody giving me something when I'm fasting. Like somebody always come out of nowhere with mm. some, Hey, would you like some some donuts today? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, how you know? Yeah. Like, you know, don't don't never offer me no donuts, but then here come today. And I got <laughs> donuts in my face. So um Yeah. So that that <laughs> that's what I meant. Um that's what I meant for the most part. But yeah, you're right too, though, Kev. A lot of times we do know our, our temptations and we can um, avoid them. But Satan is a very uh, subtle creature, man. So sometimes you you know you just gotta be 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 quick, you know, quick on the swivel and react too. So I think I think the scariest part, or one of the scariest parts about temptation, um, is that. It's going to come to us in the form of the things we like. And I used this example on the first episode. I'll, I'll switch up foods just to, just to, you know. But um, I like hot wings, right? Mm-hmm. So if you were to offer me hot wings, you're going to have an easier time getting me to, you know, do whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. If you're going to offer me, I'll just use meatloaf again. I don't like meatloaf. So you can't tempt me with meatloaf. It's not going to work. So that's that's the scary part is like it's going to come in the form of the things we like. Yeah. Um. You know, if you don't like something. Someone's not going to be like, well, you know, I'll give you this if you do this. It's just. Yeah, it doesn't it's work. It's not going to happen like that. Right. Um. And I was reading something a little bit before earlier today. Uh, about how temptations can come from it comes from the things we like but it can also come from legitimate desires which is another scary part kind of like what you was just talking about hunger is a legitimate desire but if it tempts us to steal food or to be glutton that's a sin god created us for the desire to have sex right it's a legitimate desire right but if it leads to sexual immorality we sin so um Basically, just for, like it comes from the things that we either need mm-hmm. or we like. Exactly. So you have to know, like the the recognizing part is knowing, like what how far is too far. Mm-hmm. Like having a pizza, right? That's fine. You can have a, you can order a large pizza, have a couple slices, share it with some friends. But if you eat a large pizza every single day, um, unless your medical anonymous, uh, whatever that word is. Um, well, anemic. It's, it's going to start causing some issues. Uh, anorexia. Uh, no, anomaly. <laughs> medical, I'm thinking like it, it got to be some type of medical term for somebody who want to eat pizza every day. Basically like med- medical freak. What's that word? An anomaly? Anomaly? Anomaly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So like a, I got you. Yeah. My bad, I didn't mean to so, cut you off, though, bro. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, that's a real easy way to recognize it. You know, uh, I think me and you talked about it before on an episode of you're an alcoholic. Um, you have a desire and a like for alcohol. So putting yourself into situations where you're going to consume alcohol is not the most ideal thing to do. Um, and you have to be self-aware and proactive and recognize that that's the issue. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to add this too. Um, an- another way to effectively just avoid the temptations is identify it, prepare for it to, to come. And then um, you can kind of replace it with something. So if you know you tempt it in a certain area of your life, find a replacement for that time. You know what I mean? Whether that's, uh, you know, praying or, or obviously, like I said, depending on the situation, you can just not be in that environment at all. Just go in another direction or whatever case. But, um, but yeah, just whatever, replacing that habit or that temptation with something more um, productive, you know, it, like I said, we would have to get specific, you know, for us to really dive deep into, um, you know, to really help people because it's because it's, temptation could be anything. It's everybody's likes and dislikes are different, but uh, I'm just speaking from a general perspective. Like if I'm helping a client or something, and I know that they they have a temptation to eat sugar, we're gonna try and avoid that um, simply by changing up what they normally eat to kind of curve those cravings, and then not having it in the house so avoiding it completely um or replacing it with a healthier sugar like a agave or a honey versus you know um cane sugar you feel me so Mm -hmm. the replacement thing helps too you know right um yeah and i think like on par with that is like um even though some people might get annoyed because you know you see it all over social media but but discipline man like um i know one of my temptations um is i can fall real quick into a hole being lazy um so i do things to proactively like you got to counter it um right so you know if i wake up one of my things and it may sound childish people are like well that's what your parents make you do when you was younger but it works is when I get out of bed every morning to just jump start discipline for the day, make my bet. That ain't you yeah, know? that ain't childish. That's that's maturity. <laughs> yeah. You know? Every every adult should be making their bed, in my opinion. So but but I think so too, but you know. Yeah, but go ahead, my bad. Um But yeah, so it's like keeping a schedule. Um keeping commitments, you know, stuff like that is going to, when you start developing it, like the gym, man, mm-hmm. you know, going to a place, you know, some people like working out. I enjoy working out. Savon, I'm pretty sure you enjoy working out. I would hope so. Cause most definitely do it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that even if you like it, you can't deny that there's, it, it can be uncomfortable. Um, it's not always fun. There's some days when you go in there and you're just not feeling it. Um, but that dedication to push through those times that that's going to build mental fortitude to resist. And then 
it creates a as far as recognizing it's gonna enlighten the stuff that you struggle with because mm-hmm. now the stuff that you struggle with might counteract the productive things you're trying to do right um and, and, and one one thing too we have to remember why we doing what we're doing if if you got to write that down you know if you're dealing with a temptation okay why do i have this temptation and why do i want to escape it you know why do i want to um build discipline in that area knowing why you're doing something is is a you know it goes a long way it's a tremendous help for overcoming that obstacle um everybody's why is going to be different but you have to keep that in mind you know and like you said kev being disciplined building that you know um one thing I heard somebody uh, say was, you know, when we're dealing with temptation, let's we can think about um, you got a good, basically, our, our we got the flesh versus the spirit. You know, you're going to feed one or the other. You feel what I'm saying? And whichever one you feed is going to grow and that's going to become stronger. So um, and you could parallel that with anything, you know, if, if you're trying to lose weight. Feeding your flesh is not going to help you lose weight. You feel me? So being conscious of, okay, why do I, why am I trying to lose this weight? Why am I trying to get healthy? And, you know, find those triggers, find, find what really, you know, uh, hits you to the core to make you recognize, okay, me feeding my flesh in this moment is not going to help my life go, go any further. So setting up, you know, um, goals and and all of these other things to to kind of proactive proactively deal with it um is going to is going to just add to you know um your spirit man growing in that moment mhm yeah for sure um and i hope i have been and hopefully the speakers too have been completely upfront and no one thinks that this is kind of um like preaching because we're sinners. Like, um, I, I know I for sure do not have this all down packed. I'm learning the whole point of this podcast is learning with y'all. Um, right. Where's I going with this? But so like, so like for me, smoking cigarettes, I still do it. I can't lie. Part of recognizing temptation, be able to help you with it, you know, is to be honest with it. So when someone says, uh, I thought you was going to quit smoking. If you say anything else, but accept that you're to blame for that, you're not helping yourself. Um, I normally say the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Like you have to openly admit that the the flesh isn't there yet. Um, mm-hmm. cause if, if you say anything else, you're just going back. If you say, so like, for instance, I'm just going to say, uh, uh, Talk about Genesis 2 real quick, right? Okay. God already knew what was going on, but he was having a conversation with Adam and Eve. Um, so Genesis 11 through 13. He's, and he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I have commanded you not to eat from? The man, Adam, said, the woman you put here with me, she gave me some of the fruit of the tree and I ate it. The Lord God said to the woman, Eve, what is this you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. So 
this is like when I read this, this is like children. Mm-hmm. Like God was asking him, why did you do this? Even though he knows, but they couldn't just say because we gave in it. You know, Adam said, well, well, Eve gave it to me. And Eve was like, well, the serpent deceived me. You have to accept responsibility because just a few verses back, Genesis 2, 6, when the woman saw the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Um, this didn't say that Eve took the fruit and carried it back to where their campsite was and gave Adam some and tricked him into eating it. He said, who was with her? So, um, whatever you're struggling with, it, it's important not to like beat yourself up. Um, like too bad, but you have to correct yourself. You can't lay blame on others and it, it just won't work and you won't be able to recognize it because our mind is too powerful, right? Like if you start creating excuses for yourself, it, you're going to believe that and it's going to be totally counter. You're not even, it's going to get to a point where you can't even recognize it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And that's completely going backwards. Um, so I think, I think we, we all going to struggle with some type of temptation, you know, um, in this society where everything gets flipped upside down, every, you gonna always be battling with something. Um, at least until you get to a certain point in life where you just, you know, mature in your walk, but um, everybody got their temptations. And that, that just takes me back to scripture. How do we, um, fight those temptations? You know, uh, so having scriptures on hand is one way that I fight that temptation. You feel me? Like writing them down, having them somewhere where you can see them, you know, in the bedroom, um, in the kitchen, in the, in the, in the, um, that's typically where I have mine in, in the kitchen or in the bedroom. Cause I'm either in one of those two places or, or the living room too. I read it, you know, I read in my living room, but, um, but yeah, bro, you know, we 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 all gonna have something we're struggling with, um, and yeah, I, I agree with you as far as not beating yourself up. You know, the scriptures tell us a righteous man falls seven times but get back up. So we gonna fall. That's that's a part of the journey, but we have to remember who we in agreement with. You feel me? Um, mm-hmm. And and just stay in agreement. Don't let the enemy trick you into believing that you're a failure, that you can't do something because the scriptures tell us again, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. So if we know it's a, the Holy Spirit, that 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 um, conviction we have is because we have the strength to overcome and we just haven't fully broken through yet. So just remember that, too. I'm going to just encourage everybody the breakthrough is right around the corner. You know, you it's just about building that spirit man up and that resistance against the enemy enough. You know, uh, Satan only tempted Christ, what, three times? Correct me if I'm wrong. It was three times, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. So, Lord, forgive me if I'm wrong. I, I believe it was three times when he was in the wilderness. Could have been more, could have been less, but my point is, it's only so many times that you have to resist the devil before he flees. That's the scripture, too. You feel me? Um, mm-hmm. so we, we understand like 
keep fighting and eventually the battle is going to be won. I think I think that's the that's the most important part of this discussion. It's keep fighting. You feel me? Don't don't give into it and and, and believe what the enemy is telling you as far as oh I'm a failure cuz I I failed this many times or you know I can't seem to get past this temptation. No, continue to fight in the spirit. You know, right. you know um God don't raise up no cowards. So if he called you to do something, you got the strength to do it. And that's that's my viewpoint on it, man. I don't care what it is. Yeah, there has to be a responsibility. There has to be accountability. And that goes back to uh, fellowship, having people around you. Yes. That uh, will hit you with them truths. Um, I can't pretend, well, at least when it comes to, like my tobacco use, I can't pretend to be strong minded in that area. So, uh, I need people around me that, um, cause one day it's, it's got to click, right. That keep in the hard truth that, you know, either you don't want it enough. Um, and cause you have to want it. Um, the spirit will help you. Like you said, loading up with scripture and using the spirit that, That'll help you. It's all you need, but you have to want to use that. Um, so, right, right. The, the right. desire definitely has to be there. Um, yeah. Some dude named Robert Orban, uh, I guess he was a magician or something, said most people want to be delivered from temptation, but would like it to keep in touch. <laughs> um, That's funny. It's it's true. It's very true. You know, it's it's a sad reality that um we actually like what the devil has to offer. You know, but like you said, being accountable and realizing that, like I I gotta want freedom from my my temptation or, or you know whatever it is. You gotta want freedom from it in order to get delivered from it. You can't, mm-hmm. you'll never be able to um, be healed or delivered from something that you want. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's a, that's that's the life we live, though. We in the flesh. You feel me? Ain't nobody exempt. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, it's. Oh, my bad. Nah, nah, you good, bro. I was just, I, I, I mean, we all can relate to that. You feel me? But yeah, but yeah the desire has to be there. I think that's. It's everything. It's it's super important also to realize, like you said, we in the flesh, is that um, you got to control what you know your temptations are because it's not going to go away. Like, for instance, uh, personal experience like months ago, man, um, struggle with lust. I used to have this stupid saying, I would say, where I, you know, you'd be talking about women or whatever. Um lusting after them you know with you standing next to a buddy or something and y'all talking about a female to walk past or something mm-hmm. i used to say god was showing off when he made women he was being boastful <laughs> um so when i realized a few months ago that lust was like a major thing um and the internet has it so readily available you know there were some things i made new accounts for there was accounts like my instagram specifically where I went through every button that I was following. And if you didn't 
provide me something, like if I didn't know you personally, um, or I wasn't obtaining anything from your page, whether that be fitness knowledge, religious knowledge, some kind of something productive, and I was just following you because of the way you looked, uh, I unfollowed you. And that, that's been months. Oh, yeah. But now, even when I'm scrolling through Instagram, and I only, like I said, I only follow like fitness people, religious people, stuff like that. Now, even still, when I'm scrolling, the first five suggested reel will always be thirst trap. And I'm not going to lie. These are good looking women. I mean, that's the point of a thirst trap, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to know that, and I can't lie. I fall to it sometimes. Sometimes I'll sit and click through them. And, but um, you have to know going in, like when I get on Instagram, I have to know that those are going to be there. And I have to know that I should make the decision to scroll past them. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just the way it's set up. Like they say the algorithms are supposed to be catered to things you like and the things you interact with, but I haven't liked or interacted with that kind of content for a long time. It's still showing up. It's because they want you to be engaged with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They do. And, I mean, and that's, uh, that goes back to what society we live in, bro. I mean, you mm-hmm. can, you, thirst track could be right outside your door. You go check the mail and it's, it's a woman out there. Uh, with some short shirts on. And I think the focus, what helped me through through um, my temptation was focusing on who I was and not who I wasn't trying to be. So, like, my, I had to change my perspective. Let's, let's get specific, right? Um, I had a porn addiction from, like, age 12, like 11 or 12, up until, like, 25. You feel me? And I, I will fight it. You feel me from started fighting it at like 18. That's when I was like, man, I got to do something different. Like this is, this, this has to change. I don't want to, this is not me. I don't want to die like with an addiction that I can't control. You feel me? Only thing that shit I should idolize or be addicted to is God. So, but um, what helped me really, man, was what do I want? from myself how do i want to view myself um and just focusing on um you know just affirming myself telling myself who i was you feel me like really 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 first of all you got to be accountable you got to be honest and say nah i'm from now on you feel me this is i gotta i gotta view myself this way so um let me focus on how i should think versus how i shouldn't be thinking if mm-hmm. if that's if if that's making sense, like, um, yeah, I would just I would just tell myself like, nah, I don't I don't watch porn, I don't do that. That's that's childish to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would I would really, um, just change my mindset and how I view, uh, just that that specific temptation. You know, um, and it it just you just build discipline over time. But even now, like as a you know. Uh, uh, I'm almost, I'll be 29, you know, grown man. Um, it's easier to, to, to not look or, or to just, it, it doesn't, it, you'll, you'll grow, a um, a strength about, about yourself with resisting, um, temptation like that. You feel me? Um, your mind, it, it get pure, but it gotta, it has to be resisted and just build up that tolerance over time. But, um, not to get long winded, but, 
yeah, that took that that took a lot out of me in the sense like, mm-hmm. man, I I didn't ever think I was going to overcome that, you know. So yeah. So if, if I use the wrong word, correct me. But so what you're saying is that you pretend who you want to be is who you are right now. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, that's what you're doing. The faking it till you make it. Yeah, you you actually okay. have to believe, and and really, that's not faking it. That's faith. Really, you just you're you're seeing what is faith is the evidence of things hoped. No, what is it? Um, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Correct. Um, let me look it up. And by the way, you was right about Jesus was tempted uh, three times. Yeah, I, I, I thought so, but I you know. You said faith is the substance. Of things faith hoped is for. the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that to me, that means it already exists. That's uh Hebrews eleven, by the way, guys. Thank you for that. Um that scripture, adding scripture to that. But I I would like to say that that's uh your faith is you seeing something that's already in creation, you just haven't manifested it yet. So if I want to view or, or change something about my life, I have to have the faith for it. So, of course, I'm going to carry myself as if I already have it. Right. Right. And, and, and you'll start to see that your actions, your, your focus won't even be on the temptation. It actually be, well, what, what would somebody who already want has what I want? How would they think? What would they do? They don't think about the negative. They don't think about what they're trying to resist. They just, you feel me? And obviously, that's that takes time. But that's that's how I'm viewing life. Period. From every everything, every little temptation I'm dealing with, and I, I still fall too. You know what I mean? There's times where I probably shouldn't be eating something, um, eating something that I shouldn't be eating. Right? I'm trying to stay mm-hmm. lean. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, keep it tight. Yeah. So. That I even schedule like I'm I'm supposed I'm supposed to be scheduling my cheat meals and stuff like that, so I'm not exempt either. Like I still deal with certain temptations, you know. But yeah. but yeah, bro. Like just just that kind of reminds me of like uh, oh my bad. No, no, you. I was just saying, just having that faith, having that faith and seeing what you want, not what you don't want. Yeah, but go ahead. That kind of reminds me of the the power of one more right. And it goes both ways. Um, and I see this all the time with trying to quit smoking. Like, this is something. This uh, quitting cursing isn't this bad. Like, I still slip up from time to time. If I'm around a bunch of other people that is cursing, it will just come. Uh, it just slip out. <laughs> I wasn't addicted to porn, but I've quit watching it. Uh, that was not as hard, but. Um, I don't know if it's because it's a chemical thing or not, but quitting smoking is like the hardest thing, which is crazy because I've done it three times already. But this time it is the hardest thing I've done so far in my life. Mm. Um, And it's the power of one more. Right. And it can go both ways. So if you're doing something productive, uh, let's say you're working out, um, you're a runner and you run for 10 minutes. Someone's like, hey, you're going to run again tomorrow? Or how many minutes are you going to run run tomorrow? Or something like that, right? And you're like, well, just one more. 
around 11. Next day, 12. Next day, 13. One more every day. But it goes the same exact way with your temptation. If I say, I'll be done after one more cigarette. Mm -hmm. You've now compromised the deal that you have with yourself. You say, I'm going to quit smoking, which is what I tell myself all the time. I'm going to quit smoking. And then I'm start fiending for one. And I say, well, one more. Mm-hmm. You broke your integrity with yourself. Mm-hmm. So your own integrity is damaged. And you've broken your integrity with God. If you tell God you're going to quit smoking, you're all one more. That's even worse. You know, um, but it's so powerful because once you do it one time, it's like a like fractures, you know, mm-hmm. the dam starts cracking. It's going to keep going. Yeah. It, finding ways to build a momentum. That's yeah. that's pretty much what that is, because once you have that momentum to cut it off is like the most damaging thing. You, you, you know, that just hurts the worst, bro. Like once you build up so much momentum. And to stop or to feed into that that temptation, um, it hurts so bad that it's like, man, I got to get back to where I was. So, you know, you kind of psychologically damage yourself, too. And I know that's what I was doing uh, when I was fighting porn. Like, I would, I would, you know, get to a certain point and then fall off and and, and try to build back up that momentum. But, um, you know, with healthy habits, man, so... So yeah, mm-hmm. like that's I think I think too, um countering that with something that that doesn't fit well with whatever you fighting, like um I, I I mean it's it's ways we can we we can it's so many ways we can think about this, but um let's say like cigarettes, you know. My dad smoked a lot of cigarettes. And for for years I've been telling him you need to quit smoking. Whatever I didn't try to take him as a client and everything, but my thing is like, will help me stop smoking because I used to smoke blacks. I don't know if you know that, Kev, but before mm-hmm. I was before I was really working out, I was smoking blacks, and it came to a point where one had to go because I was trying to go into personal training, but I was still smoking. And I'm like, me working out and smoking don't mix. Like I don't even know. Some people do it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how, but but. I would say that to you, like, if that's something you truly want to resist, every time you want to smoke, hit, hit some push-ups. Do something active that combats that because once you build up um, your lung capacity, smoking cigarettes is actually going to physically start to hurt your lungs, bro. You're gonna, you know what I mean? You're going to feel it like, man, I, I really can't smoke anymore if I want to get um, to this. So focusing on the uh, opposite goal, you feel me, getting more fit might help you combat that in the sense of I have to, one has to go. You feel me? Almost yeah. put yourself in that position. Like, all right, I gotta I have to sacrifice it. So let me focus more on this health aspect and the cigarettes gotta fall off. It ain't no they can't they can't live in, in, in uh you know Kevin's world when you thirty pounds lighter. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Your lungs won't be so yeah man um yeah bro like that's just something I was thinking about. I, try that, you know? Yeah, replacing it. Yep. I definitely noticed that it it does affect, like, like uh, I push through it, you know, but, uh, like, any kind of cardio, 
I'll make it happen, but I am gassed. Like, yeah, I'm out of it. Um, even even lifting sometimes because I'm more of a lifter than a cardio guy, which I know I need to be doing my cardio. But, um, you know, sometimes when you get in those high rep ranges, man, I I'll be out of breath mm-hmm. just from lifting. I'll be like, man, um, definitely. And that part don't feel good, you know, because uh, that's not good fruit, you know. That's another scary thing about temptation, man, is that whatever your temptation is, right, it's going to feel like it bears good fruit when you do it. Like when I smoke, I am chill, cool, calm, collected in that moment. Yeah. Things are good, right? Um, if, if like, like you was talking, if like porn's your thing, when you're watching porn, your dopamine's up, you're feeling good. You're, you know, you're excited. So it feels good in the moment, but afterwards is when the real fruit of that temptation is going to come along. So for me, it's, you know, in the gym when I'm gassed out and I'm having a hard time breathing because, you know, I was smoking earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, I get to reap the rewards later. That's. That's the scary thing about temptation. It feels good at first, but later on, you're going to figure out um, the bad fruit that it bears. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and society has destroyed um, our ability to appreciate delayed gratification, bro. Like, everything is, I need to feel good right now. It's all about the right now. And mm-hmm. Once we start to really understand the importance of delaying gratification, how 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 much more fruit you get from delaying it, we'll be able to appreciate the temptation. Knowing, like let's 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 go to some scripture. We'll be able to appreciate the temptation, knowing that it's building up strength, and it's building up the the anticipation for the 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 moment of when you actually earned whatever you. Okay, some stuff you can't, you know, some stuff like cigarettes in particular or porn or something, we don't need that. But the delayed gratification is wait until, um, you know, you're allowed to release um, sexually or, you know, uh, delaying gratification would be healthier lungs and feeling feeling good and to not even be thinking about smoking. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, man, delaying that, delaying it actually brings forth uh, a more you know a, a better a better feeling about yourself you know um, confidence but yeah let me let me go to some scripture about this delayed gratification real quick bro you can carry on if you have something else to add on I'm just about to um, yeah I was just uh, which, which one did you uh you uh uh I can't remember exactly um let me think bro it just slipped my mind as I was talking but it was about um you know just being patient and hold yeah. on I'm 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 going to get it hold on one second I think the logic behind uh the way gratification is um like it just seems more logical but like I said it bears the bad fruit afterwards like for me like the way I describe um cigarettes right is my head's busy like there's a lot of stuff going on when i smoke 
it's quiet for a little bit. Um, so instead of working on my mental and, you know, getting it better over an amount of time, it's so much easier for me to just go outside, have a smoke real quick. Yeah. And then for that second, now it's quiet. But, you know, if I would have taken the time, like, you know, the delayed gratification, worked on my mental, um, you know, surrendered things to God like I'm supposed to, um, it would have gotten better over the time. And there wouldn't have been any negative consequences of that. Right. Right. And that's just something, you know, you deal with in a moment, but um, picking yourself back up and and being more prepared is, I think, is the best way to go about it. But yeah, man, like the, the negatives of, of not delaying it is so much more heavier than just enduring it for that time because the temptation don't last forever. It's only a moment, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the scripture I was going to bring up was, um, let me see, it's two, actually. Uh, James, what is this? So I'm I'm looking at it. I got James 1 and 2 first, or I'm sorry, James 1 and 12. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. That's the one. Um, and I'm trying to see exactly uh, what scripture because this is a James scripture too. Um, I think it's just before 12, actually. James 1, period, is is talking about temptation. So Mm -hmm. I recommend anybody just go check out James 1, chapter 1, and read through it. It it, it is is very um, insightful on, you know, men, people dealing with temptation. Specifically, man. Okay, I'm gonna have to go back because I don't want to take up too much time. I'm gonna just read through it. It's in James somewhere. I just can't find the exact scripture. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers, meaning many temptations, knowing this that the trying of your faith worketh patience. So we know mm. we we actually building strength, building up patience. Um, whenever we resist that temptation you know you feel stronger too like you you really feel um proud of yourself when resisting temptation so um is is but at the end of the day it's one it's one step at a time it's one day at a time you know mm-hmm. yeah it's one decision at a time i got a few verses we got time yeah we got time i'll just read them off real quick okay um romans eight twenty five. this is kind of what on Savon was talking about um, but if we hope for what we do not have yet, we wait for it patiently. Um, Galatians 6, 9, this is a real good one. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Um, Psalm twenty seven fourteen. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and take heart, and wait for the Lord. So it says that twice, so it must be important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one more. Um, if you're one of those people that is, you know, real into the alpha male type stuff, Proverbs 16, 32, better a patient person than a warrior, one with self-control than the one who takes a city. Um, 
I think that speaks a lot on patience and uh, self-sovereignty, which will help with all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are really good scriptures, Kev. Um, and self-control is a fruit of the spirit, too. So that's another thought as well, you know. Yeah. Just just praying before the temptation come can go a long way, you know, with self-control. Lord, help me um, be mindful of the, the temptations I'm going to deal with throughout the day and let my focus be on um, higher things. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, this is how I'm praying. You know, um, I'm actually binding up whatever I'm dealing with. I'm going to cast it down and then I'm going to move forward, you know, like, uh, and focus on the Lord throughout the day, you know, pray. The Bible tells us to, to pray without ceasing. So if we praying all day, it's, it's just building up that spirit, man, even stronger, you know? So, I mean, yeah. enduring, it's it, enduring. That's, that's part of endurance though. You know, um, when you running for a long time, you say you got five miles, temptation might to to stop might might hit you at two you know so that self-talk what you telling yourself throughout the day is going to build up that spirit man it's going to give you that extra push you feel me like so mm-hmm. um i think i think we fall into the temptations when we actually shut our mind off when we stop praying when we stop talking to ourselves about um what the lord wants us to be talking about you feel me yeah so yeah man um that self-encouragement is everything. That's everything for your spirit, man. So, yeah, man. Man, that's that's all I got on that, though. I don't know if you're at the, the same point where I'm at, probably a little ahead, but, uh, like, I know you ain't supposed to hide from but I know what I'm doing wrong when I, when I fall to temptation. You know, I don't even want to talk, think, nothing, because I know, like, I know that he's disappointed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's like a, it's like a, a parent when you know you messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, your dad's just giving you that cold stare that, that dads can get sometimes. You just, you're like, oh, I don't even want to look at you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, but that's when, I, when I'm doing wrong, I don't even, but realistically, like say Vaughn is saying, um, Instead of acting like that, instead of trying to hide, because you can't hide, uh, I should be in prayer before I do it, first of all, like Savon was saying. And then if I do fall, I should go immediately to prayer. Um, Facts. But. Facts. We yeah. and we, bro. You, <laughs> We all dealing with something, bro. You know, and let me not ever put it out like I done got it all figured out or that I'm. Um, exempt from any type of temptation you get what i'm saying like we all deal with that bro and i know how that we all know how that feels you know to 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 fall short um but i just i'm I'm just putting the emphasis on on what's the solution to um us falling short and and you know um just being realistic as far as okay we all gonna we all gonna do that we all know that you know um what is the solution you know, how do, how do we overcome? Because we have the strength, you know? So, um, but yeah, bro, we are, 
I don't I don't want to make it seem like I'm I'm any further than anybody, bro. Everybody's journey is different. Isn't you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't I don't even think about it like that. I think we all running this 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 marathon that um you know it's, it's gonna come with it, bro. Even when you feel like you got it all figured out, it's always gonna be temptation there. You know, so yeah. So yeah, bro. Um at, at the end of the day, Christ is the focus, bro, and he he tell us to get back up. You feel me? You tell us to keep keep going. So, yeah, bro. It's the the second the the second that that you're struggling with something, and because I've been through this, like I said, I've quit smoking three times. Uh, I don't know if you can say I quit three times because I'm smoking again, but uh, you know, I've stopped for an extended period of time. Um, the second you say, you know, screw it, I'm done. I can't. I can't do this. I was going, I had, I was going through like, I was smoking one cigarette a day and I got in my head and I allowed myself to be defeated. And this was a couple of years ago, but then I was back to two packs mm. a day because I gave up the fight, you know? Yeah. It's like Savon was saying, righteous man will fall seven times and get back up. Um, if you are struggling, um, know that you're normal and everyone else is struggling with something. If they tell you any different, they're lying. Um, so if you're struggling, that's a sign that at least you're fighting. Right. Um, if you give up, there's no fight no more. That's, you know, it's just like, just like a fist fight, you know, a street fight. Um, you might be getting beat up, but at least you're still there. I mean, I, I hate to use a street fight cause that's an act of violence and you know what I mean? But, yeah. but you, you still there, you still standing with the dude. Um, and that's a really bad example now I think about it. But hey. Nah. Nah, I, I get what you're saying. But if you dip out the fight, what's everyone going to say? You know, he he stopped. He backed out. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to respect you no more after that. So, um, But as godly people, try not to get in street fights, please. But yeah. Can't defeat yourself. Yeah. At the, at the end of the day, you know. Like you said, we we only we are only tempted with what we already desire. So, just focusing on uh, God and what He desires will will truly get us that victory. You know that mm-hmm. that's that's what that's what get us that victory, bro. Because we our flesh our flesh is always going to fight against the spirit. It's, it, they, they 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 you know they counteract each other. So. So yeah, man. Um, just stay positive, and that's um that's one thing I've always found uh, instrumental to just staying in this fight. You know, getting back up, regardless of how I feel. Um, and we all have that moment of like where we feel like we grieving the Holy Spirit because we you know don't know how to escape the sin or escape the the temptation, whatever it is, but. At the end of the day, God loves you through that. And mm-hmm. nothing nothing can trump his love. So if we know God still loves us, that's all the encouragement we need. That's why I'm saying stay in that Bible and stay prayed up. Even even if you falling, even if you like, man, it's been a week, I can't, I can't shake it. Stay praying through it and God gonna show you how to evade and how to escape that situation or how to resist it because the strength is there. So um yeah, and like I said, I'm battling every day too. Y'all keep me and y'all and prayed up as well because we all need each other. You feel me? We all need we all need each other to be praying. 
um, like I said, because we always dealing with something. So, yeah, you know, but the victory, the victory is ours as long as we keep fighting. You only, you only fail when you quit. It is promised if you accept. Exactly, exactly. But um, I think that's all I got, man. Same, same. Me too, bro. I appreciate you having me. Um, this was a great discussion, and I think. I think a lot of people, um, you know, whoever hear this will, will find some encouragement, man. And I, yeah, no, I, know, I know I did. I, you know, just sitting here talking, bro, I'm, my spirit was soaking everything up. So, yeah, bro. All right. Well, if y'all struggling out there, um, like Savon said, I hope that you find something in this. Um, if you're having a hard time recognizing, um, your temptation. I hope maybe this will enlighten you and uh, we'll catch you on another episode. God bless. As always, huge thank to Savon for coming on here. If you can find it in your heart, go take a look at his socials that will be linked in the description, as well as the Modern Auto Ball socials that will be linked as well. We at Modern Auto Ball welcome any engagement if you want to reach out at all. We would be extremely grateful for their um, engagement. Also, keep in mind, Modern Autobot does have a Discord server that is a platform that has great fellowship opportunities. All, mo- all Modern Autobot links are in the link tree in the description. We are grateful for all our listeners, but just want to say a thank you to all listening from New Zealand, UK, Philippines, and Romania. We are very grateful that you found your way to the podcast. I want to keep the monologue fairly short today because all of our temptations might be similar but unique to our experience. We're going to start by reading Proverbs chapter 7, the warning against the adulterous woman. My son, keep my words and store up my commands within you. Keep my commands and you will live. Guard my teachings as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers, write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, and to insight, you are my relative. They will keep you from the adulterous woman, from the wayward woman with her seductive words. At the window of my house, I looked down through the lattice. I saw among the simple, I noticed among the young men, a youth who had no sense. He was going down the street near her corner, walking in the direction of her house. At twilight, as the day was fading, as the dark of night set in, then out came a woman to meet him, dressed like a prostitute with crafty intent. She is unruly and defiant, her feet never stay at home. Now in the street, now in the squares, and at every corner she lurks. She took a hold of him and kissed him, and with a brazen face she said, Today I fulfilled my vows, and I have food for my fellowship offering at home. So I came out to meet you. I look for you, and I have found you. I have covered my bed with colored linens from Egypt. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let's drink deeply of love till morning. Let's enjoy ourselves with love. My husband is not at home. He has gone on a long journey. He took his purse filled with money and will not be home till full moon. With persuasive words, she led him astray. She seduced him with her smooth talk. All at once, he followed her like an ox going to slaughter, like a deer stepping into a noose. Till an arrow pierces his liver like a bird darting into his snare, little knowing it will cost him his life. Now then, my sons, listen to me. Pay attention to what I say. Do not let your heart turn to her ways or stray into her past. Many are the victims she has brought down. Her slain are 
are a mighty throng. Her house is a highway to the grave, leading down to the chambers of death. Someone hearing this chapter might villainize the woman, and take notice that the chapter begins by us being told to write our teachings we receive from the Word on the tablets of our hearts. What I want to point out and encourage because it helped, it has helped me in areas of resisting temptation is how many times are we giving signs we are being tempted. I understand that the scripture describes a man as a youth who has no sense, but why does he not have sense? Is it because he is ignorant, or was he without, blind to, or ignoring the teachings of the word? The woman came to meet him dressed as a prostitute, took hold of him and kissed him, covered her bed with fancy linens, perfumed her bed, told him her intent, informed him she was married. I'm going to leave you with one question. When I, you, we, fought at temptations, how many warnings were me, you, us, given?